Welcome to Inside the Honors College, where we believe that wisdom and virtue is found when we learn together. Join us as we take an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars. I'm Ellie Overman. And I'm Taina Esteves. And friends, we had such a wonderful speaker with us. He was an alum. It was such a pleasure getting to talk to him. And he just had so many good ideas about how leadership is just connected to like the people and the leader and that being an effective leader means you are an effective or influential person. And, you know, not to spoil anything, but it was just so good. And getting to talk to him was an absolute pleasure. Yeah, I loved getting to hear from Nico. I've never met him before and I've never heard from an alum. And so it was just such a treat to get to hear from him and to feel connected to him, even though we've never met because we've both read Aristotle and we've both kind of gone through this program. So he was just such a treat. And I am so excited for you guys to get to listen in. Let's get right into it. Hello, Nico. How are we doing on this fine Saturday? Hello. Uh, I'm doing pretty well. Thanks for asking. Thank you. Of course. Of course. Got to check in. Um, so before we get started off on the great journey that is, you know, your life through the Honors College, I do want to start us off by saying, you know, Nico is a very interesting guy. He does a lot of really cool things. But the thing that stuck out to me is that he rock climbs everyone out there who's interested. So Nico, what is your favorite place? What is your favorite place? Where is your favorite place to rock climb? Do you have like a rec center? Do you like going out in the nature? In the nature. In nature. You know? In the nature. In yes. the nature. <laughs> Where do you like to rock climb? Um, so I, I like for my regular climbing, uh, I try to climb about three times a week and I go in the mornings um, to Planet Granite, either up in Sunnyvale or there's a gym that's close to me down in Santa Clara that I go to as well. Okay, uh, so indoor, so, indoor. Yeah, those those have just reopened. So like, I'm really, I have been having to take a hiatus from all climbing for a while. So like, I'm really excited to get back into it now. Um, but yeah, occasionally I'll also do outdoor climbs with some friends. Um, my dream is maybe, you know, in like four or five years when I'm really good at this like to go and do like a climb in yosemite someday um, Ooh, that would be so pretty so yeah yeah outdoors is the goal but for now i'm mostly doing indoors hey uh, from someone who does nothing ever in any indoor outdoor rock climbing i send you the good vibes and congrats on having the well, energy <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> of course of course so now that we have that way let us get into you know the nice story of you and honors so to kind of start us off can you tell us a little bit about how you heard about the Honors College? You were one of the first, you were the first class of the official Honors College. So that's so cool. What was your decision process there? You know, why did you say yes to Honors? Yeah. So uh, as a high schooler, I was, um, I was homeschooled. I was really active in, in the speech and debate community. So if there are any people in STOA out there these days uh, listening to this, uh, a, like APU is going to be a great fit for you. Um and uh, I've always also been like a pretty philosophical person. So um, I like to think about things and talk about things. And I was visiting APU during a weekend um, when they uh, told us about this exciting new honors college program that was basically going to be like a complete replacement for your gen eds. And then, you know, you could just get a second major in humanities instead. And that sounded pretty cool to me. So I said, yeah, why not? I'll do it. Um, and the rest is history. Oh, yes. A why not attitude, everyone. You can benefit from it. Um, cool. So then while we're in the Honors College going through that, how would you say you've grown as a leader 
throughout your time in honors? You know, I mean, you were also like, this was a growing program, you know, kind of how did that shape your own leadership experience? Yeah, well, honestly, over the last year in particular, I think I've really been, I've I found myself returning a lot to the fundamental lessons that we were talking about and thinking about during my very first semester of freshman year, during the leadership uh, core semester. And um, I think in particular, like the, the thing that I've realized or the thing that honors helped me realize that I found to be really true in everyday life is that when it comes to leadership, everything is really connected. So like, uh, and, and really at the end of the day that like effective leadership spawns out of character and like who you are as a person. Um, and so I think the honors did a ton, A, to help me realize that, like to realize that, you know, it's very difficult to be a truly effective leader without also sort of being an effective person in a way, or like being the kind of person who is, who is a good leader. Um, Aristotle is huge in that space. Uh, and, um, and I think the other thing that honors really did was was it helped balance out a lot of the aspects of my personality that were sort of very inclined in one direction. So, you know, I'm a software engineer. I write I write code for a living. And uh, I've always been like a very sort of like logical, like, you know, process oriented person. Um, and one of my most treasured memories from honors was during sophomore year. And it was the first time we read romantic poetry and uh, and it clicked for me suddenly like all of a sudden without me really even realizing it we we had a colloquy where we had like 10 minutes at the end and uh we just were reading this poem by william wordsworth called tintern abbey and uh we just took turns reading it aloud we would read like you know a couple stanzas each and then pass it along to the next person and i just got completely caught up in the magic of that poem and suddenly I was crying like in colloquy and I had no idea what was going on you know <laughs> um, yeah and uh and I think that was the first time that like I really got poetry you know and and since then like being able to uh being able to connect with people and, and relate with people like I think honors has really helped open up that side of my personality and it's kind of rounded out by sort of giving you this really intense tour de force of all of humanity, right? Like it helps you become a more full, rich, effective human being. Um, and I think that that makes a huge difference for, for leadership. Yes, I agree. I love that bit that you said at the beginning there of like, you know, leadership and like character. I think that's such an important part of it that often, I mean, not to keep using this phrase in all the interviews that I'm doing, but it's overlooked because like yeah. just who you are and the leader that you want to be is just, those are interchangeable, you know, it's not too separate. Two separate things. When you yeah. were on campus, what was your own like personal leadership experience like? Did you participate in these certain things, you know, or how does that translate to your job as a software coding math science engineering person who rock climbs? I feel like we can't forget that part as well. You know, how does that Fair leadership enough. experience kind of <laughs> kind of translate now? Well, so yeah, so I I was very fortunate to be involved in a lot of different kinds of leadership in my time at APU. And I think that's one of the things that, that makes APU really unique as a choice of an educational institution is that there, because it's a smaller community, like there are actually a lot of opportunities for leadership and like the community is very willing to take an exciting idea and run with it. So for example, in my computer architecture class, um, 
I found this video online of this person who had like detailed instructions about how to build an 8-bit computer from scratch, uh, just from like 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 raw circuits. And I thought that sounds really cool. So like I I went to my professor and I said, hey, what if like we built this 8-bit computer during our computer architecture class as like part of the class? And uh, he said that would be a really cool idea. And so basically he gave me the reins on that and. We got like budget to like, you know, purchase all of the breadboards and wires and circuitry. And over the course of that semester, you know, I got hands on experience, basically learning how to do something and then also helping, you know, like an entire class of people do it at the same time. And so I think that like that's a great example of a place where APU really excels, which is in like being able to take a cool idea and run with it, you know, and like, and if you have the initiative and you have the desire to do something, I found that pretty much everybody at APU has been really willing to, uh, to kind of do that with you. Um, and, and so that, that I think was a hugely beneficial experience for me as a leader, uh, especially having like the space to fail, right? Like we didn't do everything perfectly in that architecture class and we got most of the modules working and there was one module, you know, like, uh, that, that we just weren't able to finish up before the end of the class. Right. And, and so being able to experience that and to learn from my mistakes there in an environment where it really doesn't have consequences kind of gave me a lot of great experiences that I think helped m- prepare me for leadership now where like it does have consequences. So yeah. 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 That is just so cool to be the person that can casually be like, guys, let's make a computer. You know, let's just yeah, whip that right? out. Like- <laughs> and that's just so cool. I love that so much. Um, yes. Uh, that's awesome. While we're talking about APU as a whole as well, I love that you have that or had, but also still kind of have uh, this like community of people that can support and be with you and like want to go through that idea making process as well. So you as an alum, like right now, how do you envision the community and kind of impact of the Honors College, not even just like students, but, you know, faculty it, as like a system can kind of support alumni? How can alumni support the Honors College? What do you think that dynamic can look like or does look like right now? Or how can it get better? Yeah, totally. So I think that I think that the there's immense potential in the uh, the community of alumni. Um, and uh, and I think that there's more that all of us can be doing, both the alumni and, you know, and probably also the, the school to like sort of facilitate and actualize that potential. Um, one of the things that I've noticed is that, you know, even though like Silicon Valley is full of like technical people who love talking about work and side projects and interesting things, right? Like I, I have no shortage of people who are very interested in talking tech. Um, there are a surprisingly few number of people who are really invested in understanding like the ethics of what we're doing, right? And thinking about like what's the you know what's what's the right way to move in the future? Like how how can we get our eyes off of sort of just plain dollar signs, right? And also focused on like the the impact of of what we're building on on humanity as a whole. Um, and I think that I would really love to have more people in my life to discuss that with, right? Like I have my college roommates that I still keep in fairly close contact with. There are a few people in the honors community that, you know, are are my close friends that I still stay uh I still stay reached out to and connected with. But I think that Honestly, it would be really cool to see 
sort of an even broader and more distributed, but also like highly connected network of, of people. Um, and I think that's on everybody. Like it's on each of us as alumni to be reaching out and kind of fostering and sustaining a community like that. Um, and, uh, and I think that there are, I think it's also on the alum for us to sort of show that like, that's the kind of thing that, you know, that's the kind of thing we are fundamentally interested in. Right. And, and do want to be a part of. Um, and, uh, and I also think that it would be helpful to have like, uh, a trellis on which the vines can grow, I guess, you know, like sort of like events and like a fundamental like framework that, that, uh, that can, that can sort of grow and sustain something like that. Um, and, uh, so yeah, like, like my, my dream, which is probably kind of unrealistic is just like, it would be really cool if, you know, there was sort of like, like open hospitality, like, you know, between, between people in this community, even though we're like very separate from each other physically and career wise and all of that now, um, it would be really cool if I could like you know, if, if any of us could just go and, and like while traveling, you know, oh yeah, there's somebody from honors there. Like they could, you know, we can stay in their house, right? Like just something like that would be, it would be like a neat thing to, uh, to see happen if it really happened authentically and, and organically. Um, Absolutely. Yes. So that's my, that's sort of my dream and my vision. Yeah. It's a beautiful dream and a beautiful vision and I love it. But for the sake of time, I'm just going to kind of try to wrap us up here and close Sounds us good. off on a little bit of a high note. You know, so if we were going to be talking to current students, what is one thing that you would want to tell them maybe about kind of this like network and community that you were talking about wanting to see like you more in like the alum, you know, or like just the leadership growth? What is one thing that you just want to share with any current students that might be listening here? Yeah, well, I I think I want to, I definitely want to encourage the current students that like APU and the community that you're a part of right now is one that's really ripe with a lot of opportunities. Um, and, uh, and I think like, you know, recognizing and seizing on those opportunities, uh, at the point where you're at as a current student is not only going to be amazing for, you know, your, your time now, because like, you'll learn a lot in the process of making something happen or contributing to a community and, and experiencing the successes and failures that come with that. But also because it really, it really pays sort of compound interest down the road, right? So, you know, that, that, uh, that computer architecture project that I did was great because now it's a talking point I can use in programming interviews. You know, I can talk about a time that I failed and why it failed. And, um, and it's sort of a great example of, of something like that. Um, and, uh, and of course there are a lot of successes we had along the way as well, you know, like, like, um, so I think that, I think that what I, what I really want to encourage current students to uh to look at to recognize at APU is that like there are there are tons of opportunities to to seize and to lay hold of um and a lot of it is just recognizing that the opportunity is there and then being the kind of person that sort of can go and chase after that and and try to make it a reality and even if it doesn't work perfectly like you'll learn a lot you'll grow a lot and uh and you know you'll have things that like from a very practical perspective will help build your resume. We'll give you experiences that will be really valuable later on in life. Um, so I just want to encourage everybody to, to make the most of the time that they have, uh, right now in, in, in this season as a current student, um, and also to savor and treasure and enjoy it. I had no idea 
how rare and how precious the Honors College community was until I wasn't a part of it anymore. Um, and uh, and so so savor those connections, savor those life experiences, and um, and uh, and treasure them because they are uh, likely things that you'll treasure for the rest of your life. I feel like if I were a senior, I would be getting emotional. I think I'm not getting emotional right now, but that was just so lovely to listen to and just kind of think about. And I hear you. I personally am going to leave here and build an 8-bit computer and go rock climb after Sick. I do that. All right. Feeling very inspired. <laughs> feeling very inspired. <laughs> so thank you so much for your insight and being willing to, you know, just be vulnerable and share your story and kind of, you know, partake in this space. Because, I mean, you're not in the Honors College, but the Honors College is always with you forever and out we get the sentiment <laughs> so the thank you college again. is in me you know exactly exactly you're, you're tracking yeah. you're tracking yeah. I got <laughs> so you. thank you so much i appreciate it and i'm sure that there are others out there who will also be going out and making computers and rock climbing as well so you're an inspiration I so. and yeah. I pre- <laughs> thank you i appreciate it i hope you had a good time yeah this was awesome thank you so much was absolutely wonderful. Nico was so pleasant. I We stayed talking more after the podcast as well. And it's just always a pleasure getting to hear from him. And especially, I think, for myself too, getting to like learn and think about how we reshape failure, you know, and the learning from failure, not that being the end of everything and that that can lead to just more growth. And what we think about it isn't, I mean, I'm very fatalist sometimes so thinking about the way from like a computer and literally there's so much to fail there and he was I really enlightening and thinking about that it's not the end and that we can always learn from the way that we don't end up succeeding in a in a conventional sense so it was just lovely getting to hear from him right yeah I, I loved how kind of big picture he was and mm. and this idea of a failure leading to growth and that, that kind of value-oriented understanding of like, as long as I'm pursuing my values and it's in line with where I'm going, I'm on the right track. And so I'm just going to go for it. I loved that yeah. about him. And I also just loved his his kind of discussion of ethics and technology and the, the intersection mm-hmm. of those two. I think that's so important, this bringing together of humanities and STEM and something that a lot of STEM people just don't have the capacity for because they're so busy so I just I admire Nico so much he's an incredible dude absolutely couldn't have said that better myself so thank you Nico for sharing your story and thank you all for taking an inside look at a community dedicated to educating the next generation of disciples and scholars see you next time on inside the honors college